Hey friends, normally we like Heartbeats to be an escapist fantasy, um, a holiday from the seriousness of real life. However, this episode was recorded on the 30th of May 2020, and what's going on in the world at the moment isn't something we can turn away from or take a break from. Black Lives Matter, it's as simple as that. We're donating our Patreon funds for this month and the foreseeable future to The Bail Project. Um, we'd ask those who like our show to also provide what support you can, donate, stand up, and promote the voices that haven't been listened to for far too long. Um, there's some links in the show notes, but there's much better voices out there who can tell you exactly how you can provide the best support. If you're out there personally, stay safe. If the three of us can assist in any other way, let us know. Black Lives Matter. So we pick up one day after the whale song festival. Um, what are y'all? What are y'all doing today? I think y'all had plans, right? Charlene yeah. has plans. <laughs> plans. Um, I think I think Jacques gets up in the morning. Um, uh, I just had the weirdest moment where I couldn't remember the name of the sheep's head in. Um, <laughs> Happens to me all like, the time. My brain went. The fluffy in, and I went. That's not right. That's fluffy eats. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I get ram's head in all the time. By oh, the way, I know. I, 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 know, <laughs> I know. Um, Jacques wakes up in the morning at the sheep's head in, and um, I think he um wanders downstairs and sort of like speedily rushes through um the inn because he can sort of see how much. Um, kind of like leftover party material and mess there is um, in the downstairs kind of common space of the inn. I think I think Jacques and um, Jeffy both sort of held like an impromptu after party at the inn last night. Um, and Jacques <laughs> is trying to sneak out so that he doesn't have to do the cleaning, forgetting that technically he doesn't live here. He rents a room at this place. Like it's not his job to clean up the inn. Um. And he quickly tries to rush over to Charlene's house without being noticed. Yeah, you uh, you do such. You quickly escape uh, without Jeffrey taking notice. Charlene, are you up yet? Yeah, just a minute. And you can hear shuffling in the background. And uh, Sunflower is making all sorts of tweets and twiddles. Uh, okay, um... Yeah, you can come in now. And you see that there is uh, a quite a collection of food. Mostly pastries from Fluffy Eats. But there's also a bunch of um, fruit and fall vegetables that are like mixed in with some eggs. And it's this really lovely 
um, almost like a farmer's breakfast sort of thing. But she goes, I figured you would be over and a little bit hungry after the party last night. So I made us a vegetarian breakfast. Fresh orange juice? Charlene, there's no time. We have to get to the record office. <laughs> it doesn't open for another hour. I checked. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Jacques quickly turns around to make sure that Jeffrey isn't watching him go in. Um, steps inside the door and locks it. Um, <laughs> Charlene, I'm really excited about this breakfast, but... Um, do you mind if I just close these front curtains? I just this. Uh, I'm I'm in hiding. <laughs> okay, if you're worried, Astron isn't here right now, so no surprises. You can close the curtains if you want, or you can just sit on the other side of the table. It's behind the wall. Oh, Astron! I didn't even think of her. Um, who are you hiding from if it's not Astron? <laughs> Do you want the comprehensive list or just the person I'm hiding from in this moment? Currently. Just bring me up to current. <laughs> um, Jeffy and I had a, an after party last night. I heard um, it from you, here. Mm, so should I be hiding from you as well? Are you upset? Anyway, uh, we made a bit of a mess of the place and I know I should probably help him clean it, but I really don't want to. Um, and I have this ominous feeling that I said I would help him with something, and, um, I don't know. I just, yesterday was a really long day, and I could really do with an easy one for once, so. This, this is being a bad friend, isn't it? This is, I should, this is, do I need to, is Jeffy gonna cross me off his list of friends? Only if you leave <laughs> the hotel. <laughs> You're probably right. That's probably the more serious concern. Now, tell me, what's what's this dish? Oh, that is sautéed mushrooms with some nice ground onions. They have you would not believe the size of this onion. It was like the size of your face. It was delightful, and I didn't get any tears because I used some tricks that I learned in that butler cooking class. Oh, that's lovely. That you. We're also in, so... Yeah, I don't nope. remember learning that skill, so I'm confused how... Yeah. Yesterday was a long day, and I don't remember where I learned this. <laughs> the, the the skill learned is that you hired a butler to cook it all. <laughs> yeah, this... It, Xander, this is a perfect moment for Horsington to just walk around the corner carrying <laughs> something. <laughs> no, I, I think it's nice that uh, uh, Charlene cooked it all. Yeah, actually, that's true. It's true. Jacques, don't don't worry about the dishes. They'll wait. It's fine. I, look, I didn't even clean the pots and pans that I used. Um, turns out I still have a butler. He's really good at dishes. So we can just leave. Um, <gasps> Charlene, you're a genius. I mean, I have a butler on credit, and we're going to go find out why. That's no, the no, whole no, point no, of no. today. <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, yes, that is the whole point of today. We need to go and work out what the deal is with why you have a butler on credit. But what I can do, I can hire Jeffy a butler on credit. Okay. Yep, you do have a card, just like I do. Permission to hire a butler. Okay. 
that's okay. That's we'll an circle option. back to that. Let's get to the record. Let's get to the record office. Let's get to the record office. Satchel in hand, and I'm sure uh, we have both Darlene and Frank with us. Yes, absolutely. Sunflower is flitting about the inside of the cabin, doing uh, whatever they like, because there's a butler there to clean up any mess and also feed the bird. So they head off to the record office. Now, Xander, is the record office in town hall or is it separate? It's in town hall. My favorite. Yeah, y'all y'all get to not deal with uh, STEM. No, no, no. Y'all get to deal with the reception lady. Y'all remember her name? I don't remember her name, but I remember her personality. Margaret? Mrs. Mc... Mrs. Mildred. Uh, yeah, so y'all walk into uh, town hall. You see Miss Mildred there. Um, and as you approach her, you know, she once again just doesn't move her head. She just, like, looks up with her eyes. Oh, boy. What can I help you with this time? I would like to, <laughs> I would like to see the house records, including any deeds or any changes that have been made to the property that I now am in possession of. She just kind of stares at you, kind of, like, gives a slow blink. Okay. She slowly turns, like, rummages through a drawer, pulls out a, a key, like, kind of like a classic, like, skeletal-looking key, right? Like, very iron, far two teeth. Records are in the room to the right down the hall. She hands you the key. Good luck. And she goes back to whatever she was doing. Thank you, Mrs. Mildred. You're most welcome. Yeah, so y'all grab the key and you make yourselves, uh, you make your way into the uh, archive room, which is full of of hallways. Like, like, so picture like how uh, warehouses, right, with like those like metal shelves. There's just rows and rows of those, just full of boxes with who knows what's inside them. Uh, nothing seems overly organized, but at first glance, this looks like a very dusty, unused, uh, oddly large room. Well, if there's something to say for Heartbeats, it's that they really like their physical records. Um, what if I start on one end and you start on the other and we see if we can figure out how this is organized and we'll meet in the middle? Sure. And um, Jacques starts wandering off to start looking through boxes. An indescribable amount of time later. Uh, Jacques walks up to um, the boxes and he starts going through them. Uh, he's trying to like skip past them as much as possible. So he's just sort of reading labels out as he walks along. Um, no. Uh, community alternative light bulbs. That's not going to be it. Um, customer appreciation labels. No, that's not it. Casper's alcohol license. Um, chartered accountants league memo. God. Ugh. Uh, Klein's author's ledger. Oh, conveyancing of agricultural land. I think Charlene's house used to be a flower shop. Maybe that's it. And Jacques reaches up and takes that box off the shelf. On the other side of the room, Charlene is elbows deep in the very first box because as much as she wants to do what Jacques is doing, and that is to breeze over the titles, this one was an unlabeled box. And... To a journalist, an unlabeled box is exactly what you should start with. So she's got uh, 
her hands, uh, forearms, and elbows are like deep in this box as she's trying to like flip through different files. Um, but they're stacked vertically, so she has to like move them uh, as as she goes, and it's it's not working very well for her. And she finally stumbles upon a single folder that smells faintly of roses. Charlene pulls out this one folder that smells of roses and realizes the reason it smells of roses is as she pulls it out uh, and it kind of falls open in the center of it is just pressed rose petals. Um, The oil from the roses has long imprinted on the paper that it's uh, been smashed between, but the scent is still lingering. Uh, And as she looks through these rose oil tinted uh, leaves of paper, she can tell that there was someone with very neat, prim handwriting that wrote an entire history of the property, uh, almost like a memoir-esque or or trying to detail everything down before you uh, lose track of it. Um, It's not ledgers. It's almost more like remembering um, and and doing so in a very chronological way. So this looks like a chronicle of the flower shop, its inhabitants, um, what years were good years, what years were not. Um, It does talk a little bit about the weather and how that impacted certain things and the introduction of magic to keep the flowers at their best for as long as possible. Um, And at the end, there's a short little biography that is also in the same very neat handwriting. And it says, Transcription of Oral History as Detailed by Allison from her interviews with Nim, the Flower Whisperer. At this point, um, Jock comes rushing around the corner towards Charlene. Charlene, you won't believe what I found. You won't believe what I found. You first. Okay. Did you know that Jeffrey's middle name is Constantine? What? Just... Look, 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 it's on this document. Why do you know that? Why does it matter? Okay, that is kind I of found cool. This... It's cool. It's Constantine. It's a great name. I Look, look, look. I found it. So this, apparently he owns a farm. This is a deed of transfer where he owns a farm. But the best bit is, look, 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 look. Constantine. Jeffy yeah, owns a farm? Constantine! Jeffy Constant. What's Jeffy? Uh, he's Ar- Ar- Archinal is his last name. See, it says right here, Constantine. Jeffrey Constantine Archinal. Uh, that's very fascinating, but I'm a little bit more interested as to why he owns a farm and yet lives in town and owns the hotel and runs the hotel. I have so many questions right now. Does it say where the farm is? In Heartbeats. Well, yes, but what street it's on, or is it off of a, one of those muddy routes? I, should, I don't know. I'll ask him myself. Well, I'm going to take this <laughs> folder with me because I have to read through this whole report. We also need to talk to Allison because apparently she transcribed this and it was so good that her school report got put in the official town records. And look, smell it. It smells like roses still. Oh, that smells nice. It just adds a little something. Isn't magic amazing? It's one week after the Whale Song Festival. 
Y'all are doing something uh, special today. Y'all are helping. Um, who are y'all helping out today? Uh, we are helping out Allison. That's right. Y'all are helping Allison uh, clean clean the temple, which y'all y'all have never been in the temple, have y'all? Uh, we tried to go in it sometime back in the fog and fell through fog, I think. So I think that's the closest we've come going into the <laughs> temple. That's we've sat right. on the front step, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it was locked, so we did not go inside. We held the festival outside. That was supposed to be a sermon. Well, y'all are now inside this this you know giant uh, uh temple, and y'all are y'all are cleaning. We cut into Charlene, who uh who is not very familiar with the concept of cleaning, <laughs> and so she wore all black. She has on a uh, like a black long sleeve shirt, um, black pants, black shiny shoes. And that is what she looked like at the beginning. It's been several hours of them dusting, cleaning, sweeping, uh, washing the windows. And there is um, a very fine layer of dust and dust bunnies and leaves and all sorts of things that have now attached to her black clothing. And she kind of looks like she's been through a whirlwind. Uh, but there's a big smile on her face because she's actually enjoying herself. Um, she hasn't seen Jacques for a little bit, uh, a couple of days, and they're here helping out, and it feels good. Um, Jacques is dressed in a gray three-piece suit um, <laughs> with a really nice tie on. Um, however, the uh, jacket and the vest have both been discarded and the sleeves rolled up long ago as he realized that this was not um uh a simple cleaning but really like a deep cleaning of stone and 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 um and and parts of the um temple itself um uh at this present moment i think he's he's um kind of balancing precariously on a chair trying to um clean some of the like glass windows um that are a little bit higher up um and while he's doing that, he's just sort of talking over his shoulder to Charlene. And this is kind of, I'm imagining this is like, the, you know, a chair um, kind of balancing, like it's got like one leg that's slightly shorter than the others. And he's sort of just trying to balance and, and brush while simultaneously looking over his shoulder. Charlene is, is like behind one of the pew ends and is scrubbing the floor and going, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then finally looks up and sees the precarious position that Jacques is in and goes, Okay, don't move. I'm going to come spot you. That's good. I was confused why you were scrubbing um, carpet with a brush and water, so it's probably best that we pause and regroup on this. Oh, um, there was a stain. Okay, you, you stay right there. I'm going to readjust the chair so it's a little bit more stable. Okay, that should be more stable. I'm just going to hold the chair here while you keep washing the windows. Oh, I forgot to mention, Charlene. I, I read the first edition of the paper. It was really good. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. So you you saw the copy that was uh, 10 copies that were at the hotel? Yeah, yeah. I, I picked one of those up. I gave it a read. Um, I thought your crossword was very good. Oh, thanks. Um, it's a talent <laughs> I have putting things together. Uh, but you're really good. Well, you're more good at telling when things don't belong versus putting them together. But that's why people compliment each other. Thank you for the compliment. I mean, I was going with a compliment sandwich, actually. You've caught me ahead of time. I was going to say things that don't belong. 
I don't know if you're really a, a very good at comic artistry, Charlene. And so if you'll take this as constructive criticism, maybe the next edition, I would just skip that bit. Um, they weren't funny. Um, I, and now to close out, now to close out on a compliment, just before I know where you're going with this, but just before you do, just one last compliment. Again, a really good crossword. <laughs> that is the last time I'm taking humor lessons from Gum Gum. <laughs> um, I think that's. I think that's. I've I've also read Gum Gum's comics, and yes, you should absolutely not take his sense of humor. He was the only one that was available that I was on a deadline, a self-imposed deadline. <laughs> I should really reconsider that. Um, are you are you going to keep doing the the articles um about um like people of notice in town? Um, I think so. I mean, there was the one that I had of Jeffy and Ramirez and Sven. Oh gosh, that I've been sitting on that one for so long. I. Sven just had to go in the first one. That was well. That was the one that I was asking about. I really enjoyed that article. I thought it was really, really good. Thanks. You were there for that interview, so you know. Thanks. I know that's why I knew that it was a really well written up piece because you captured everything. <laughs> Have you been back to see that show very much since then? I know you'd seen it quite a few times. Um, I think it hasn't been on the last week or so. They, um, I think. Uh, I I asked about it at 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 the inn, and they said they they tend to rotate um, with the seasons. There's a a different um, stage show that'll be on in a couple of weeks' time. They're just the community theatre groups rehearsing for it and and getting all their costumes and their lines ready for the next one. I should definitely do a piece about that. So yeah, we we might have to go see it. Wink nod, wink nod. Well, you know what's even more exciting than seeing a show is seeing the rehearsal for a show because it feels like they're only doing it for you. It's wonderful. And then sometimes you get to see all of the weird costume flops and people mess up their lines and then you get to catch interviews in between. It's just I love that part so much more. So if I'm able to get into a rehearsal, do you want to tag along? Absolutely. I'll see what I can do. You missed a spot up there, by the way, before you get down. It's one month after the Whale Song Festival. In the three weeks since we've last seen Charlene, she has understood the importance of dressing for the occasion. And sometimes that means dressing down. It is a moving day, and that means that uh, her hair that is starting to grow out is tied up in a bandana, and she has a little bit more clothing that fits having to move a bunch of big furniture and boxes. And she, she gets up in the morning, gets ready, and walks across to the Sheep's Head Inn. Jeffy! Jeffy, it's moving day! Is Jacques up yet? So, uh, Jeffrey, you know... waves at you as he's uh with his other hand directing like a bunch of snow golems who are like putting books and stuff in boxes and sealing them up and getting them ready to be moved jacques upstairs packing his ties and he gives you like that knowing look of like he that's all he's been doing (laughs) 
Jacques, Jacques Lapone, it's moving day. As Charlene goes know, up the Charlene. stairs. I know, and I've got so much left to do. Charlene turns the corner and sees a single box on the bed and ties just spread out on the bed. If you don't, if you don't curl them up right and put them in the box, they can crinkle. I have to get them right. That's a big mood. <laughs> Not everything has to go in a box. You could just stack them all nicely and drape them over your arm and walk them to the house. I know it's a little out of the box thinking. <laughs> there, there are so many ties that that I just pictured. There's a sh- like a bunch of ties. So like when he's doing this, like both arms are full and they're stacked up to the side. Yeah, Jacques, <laughs> grab, Jacques, Jacques grabs about eighty ties and starts layering them onto his arm one by one. Um, Charlene, thank you. I, I'm just getting in my own Look, head. Look, I have I, two big strong arms. You can lay them over my arms as well. I think I'll be okay. I think. I mean, I'm moving. What, like, 20 minutes? It's not like they're going to crinkle in that time. I should just put them in the box, but I just... I This is the first time I haven't want to move in a long time, and I know I should. Like, I, I do want to move. This room is too small for me to live here long term. It's, it's, it's an inn. I shouldn't be staying here long term, but I just... You know, there's a little bit of comfort that I'm giving up. Now you have to clean your own house. Does mean you'll have to clean and do your own meals, but we'll conquer that when we get to it. Actually, I've been doing that for a while now. Um, I think Jeffy's been trying to transition me out a little bit. You know, like um, I think he's trying to handle that I won't be living here anymore. So um, I don't know, but it's like it's 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 more like it's not the being self sufficient thing. I've done that before too. It's. Jacques walks up to Charlene, um, kind of close, and he's holding his hands together, sort of at hip waist level, and kind of like clenching and unclenching his um, fingers um, between his hands. He goes, "We won't be neighbors anymore." Oh, Jacques, it's heartbeats. Everybody's a neighbor. I guess that's true. You're not moving that far, and there will be plenty of room. We could have cookouts and festivals. And look out at the stars. There's so much you can do when you have a yard. I really don't have a yard. It goes right into the street. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to your move so that I can come visit you. Well, you're always welcome. I just, what if my new neighbors aren't as nice? Or what if, 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 if I miss it here, being close to everything? Then you can move again. It's okay. Okay, we should get going. Um, Jacques uh, takes a big breath, um, steals himself, and then just drops all the ties into the box and runs out of the room. <laughs> Charlene does that thing that my parents always taught me, which is you do the last pass of a hotel room before you leave because you never know what you've left behind. And underneath the bed, kind of sandwiched between the nightstand and the bed, is a bow tie. Big deal. She finds the bow tie. He goes, I wonder if he meant to leave this behind. Oh, well. And she sticks it in a pocket and walks out. Um, downstairs, um, Jacques is talking to Jeffy. Um, and he says, okay, so remember what I said? Um, it's 
the lease arrangement means that you are welcome to come out anytime you want and stay at your farm. It's still technically your farm, but it means I get to have somewhere I can live, Jeffy. Um, but uh, the flip side to that is you probably should like knock before you come in because I'm going to be feeling a bit weird if I suddenly turn around and there's someone in my house that I wasn't expecting. I said I was sorry. Look, I'm wearing bells now. And, you know, y'all will hear like, because <laughs> it's clearly a problem where Je- Jeffy just is really silent as he walks, right? He just appears. <laughs> so he has bells. Yeah. But, but I told you, you didn't have to wear bells. I just need you to knock. But they're cool. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> About 20 minutes later, um, Charlene, uh, Jacques, and the um, hordes of uh, abominable snowmen who are carrying uh, all of Jacques' luggage and also new furniture that he's bought to fill in his new house, um, most of it handmade by the different craftspeople of Heartbeats. Um, Cresta Hill, that's just outside of town, um, or just on the outskirts of town itself, um, and, um, at the bottom of the hill, uh, it's kind of a gentle drop that continues down, um, to show the, the vista of, um, Jacques' new home. Um, there's open fields that have, um, various, um, crops growing in them, but it's the remnants of crops that have given way to, um, nature and time, um, uh, plants, um, regrowing where they want, um, it. It is still um, surrounded uh, by um, wooden fencing that obviously was built to last a long time ago um, and well-maintained. Uh, the path runs along the length of this fence until it reaches a little wooden gate uh, that opens on the building itself. Um, it's not particularly ostentatious. It's a small home that was built for a big man. Um, and uh, uh, as the three of them head down, uh, the path and make it to the front door of the building. Um, you can see um, exactly where she'd intended them to be, the gift that Charlene had pre-bought Jacques. Um, there's a pair of chairs sitting on the front deck, enough space for two people to sit out on the front porch uh, and enjoy some sweet tea in the late autumn afternoon. Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. You can contact the show on Twitter at HeartbeatsCast, and you can follow our irresistibly charming storyteller at Adapzander, the irrepressibly compassionate Jazz at Orange Like Jazz, and me at Potentially Rob. If you love the show, share it with the people you love. Bye, friends. <laughs> <laughs>